Long story short, man, I may save my life. Um, I was about like 17 years old, and then one of my one of my buddies took me to this um, gym called Astoria. There's this really shady hotel underneath the liquor store. Was a boxing gym. First time went there, scared the shit out of me. Didn't care about anything else afterwards. I was born in former Yugoslavia during the early 90s, the fall of communism, when um, my childhood kind of took a cruel end. Sometimes, you know what I mean, but. I uh, grew up through that eth ethnic war. Bombs were falling down, we had no food uh, to eat as kids. So I won a life lottery, man. There's eight billion people in the world. Four million in Vancouver. I won a life lottery. Not only did I get to live in one of the best countries in the world, got to live in the best cities in the world, right? So there's battles in every aspect of life. I have a unique passion for life and I have certain things I want to accomplish and all I want is an opportunity to show what the fuck I can do. Welcome everybody back to another episode. I'm the big man and I'm so jacked up for this one. Uh, we started this podcast like two months ago and I'm a big MMA guy and I thought to myself, who is the absolute goat around here? One guy came to my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome the absolute BFL undisputed welterweight champ, uh, legend in the MMA community, Dan Keitch. What up, guys? How are you, brother? How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. I know you're training hard, coaching hard, and uh, just thank you for taking the time, man. No worries. No worries. I'll email you the bill and we'll call it even, right? <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> first things first. The GOAT fans know the drill. I got to say what I'm wearing. So I got on. I got this when I was 14 years old. Wanderlust Silva shirt. Val oh. Tudo Chupax. So, whatever, whatever that means. So I, I have an issue when people show me these shirts that for 15, 20 years. They're proud of you. It just means you don't wear it enough. If a yeah. shirt lasts 15 years, that means it's, it's a fraud. He barely wears it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This guy was a brawler, and he's one of the he reasons why I, I kind of started watching MMA, and especially in the pride fighting days. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, so Dan, um, I want to get right into it here. It really takes a special human to fight, to be a part of this sport, uh, and a special mindset. Where did it start for you? How did you get into the fight game? Um, you know what, though, man? You start off just anybody... You know, it was um, started off as a little bit of curiosity and stuff. And then um, it became my tool to develop myself within, man. It's a, it's a good measuring stick to 
get rid of any bullshit you have within you, right? So it scares the fuck out of me. So after that, um, I just couldn't care about anything else. Like I walked into the gym. First was a boxing gym out in the East Side Hastings called Astoria. Yeah. And it was out of a Rocky movie. And I walked in and it scared me, man. And I was like, this is where real, real mindset and real tough minds like survive and develop and stuff. And everything else I tried, it just didn't get the same rise out of me. Did um did you have a fighter that inspired you at all? Or did you just love love uh training and you evolved from there and like or or were you just like i'm good at this i'm shit kicking guys i gotta continue oh, no and the, all of it and neither of it you know what i mean everything has a piece to play right it's not like i saw one guy and i was you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. i saw many fighters and, and 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 it's not even so much about the skills and stuff i was just really attracted to strong minds mm-hmm. i was really attracted to to you know what I mean? Like that, that's one of the reasons I was a big fan of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and 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 those guys who have like a this uniquely dense mindset of 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 like dedication and sacrifice and stuff. And and to be able to do that, you have to be the best version of yourself. And I realized the more I, the bigger play martial arts play, like the bigger part it plays in my life, the better I have to be. I gotta go to sleep. I can't stay out late. I gotta mm-hmm. know the people I'm hanging out with. I gotta eat right. Like. It's just like I said, it's my tool to make sure I'm the best version of myself. Yeah. So a, a deeper question here. You were born in former Yugoslavia. Yes, sir. Um, obviously, no words can describe what you went through and other families went through uh, during the ethnic war. Yeah. And those experiences, th- th- those will stay with you forever. Yeah. And d- do you take those experiences into the ring for fuel ever or to, to do you fight? Get- listen listen fighting is not hard life is hard yeah fighting is not hard it's not hard man i love i love to do what i love to do and never pity a man that makes his own choices and there's no pressure to me you know what i mean like like i'm an immigrant who drives a nice car and shops at whole foods like i made it you, you, yeah. you know what i mean like like we man like how poor we were back home like you know we, we you know a lot of guys i know we joke around like pigeon soup like we're so poor we used to go by the garbage can and collect pigeons with an air gun and my mom would collect rainwater, and that's all we had to eat, right? Um, poverty was real. Danger was real and stuff. When I made it here, man, I tell everybody, I, I won a life lottery. There's yeah. 4 million people in Vancouver, 8 billion in the world. If you do the mathematical odds, I made it. I made it. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. Not, like Nothing motivates me except life is hard, and this is my meal ticket, and I chose to do this as a result. I only know how to do things I love one way. That's 110%. Yeah, that's it. Well, you're an amazing champion. You have an amazing story, Dan. So um, you're in a seven fight win streak. Yes, sir. You are just at the top of the division big time. And you're showing tremendous longevity in the sport. It's it's one of the things we talk about in the pod. Uh, one of the things that make a goat is that longevity. And yeah. in this in this sport, it's it's got to be mentally, physically demanding. I, I can't even imagine how are you still doing this year after year, man? You know what, though, man? It's so far. I, I ever so. And since I was 30 years old, I gave myself two years. Mm. I'm 38, wow. right? So, and every six months, I push the deadline. Two more, two more, two more, two more, two more. And like, like throughout my life, man, this is my life. Like, I wanted to do this. And as a result, I wake up in the mor- morning, every six, seven in the morning. I go do yoga. I go for a swim. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I go teach a class or two. I come home. I take a nap. I come out, do some cardio. I lift. 
Um, I got about probably two, three more years left in the sport. I'm, I'm driven, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I tell everybody like his example, like music, you know, you know, when you people always listen to music when they run. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I always say like, are you emotionally stimulated or are you mentally driven? Mm-hmm. And if you're running on the, on the treadmill, you always look for a perfect playlist. You're looking for emotional stimulation, right? I'm not emotionally stimulated. I'm mentally driven. So I wake mm-hmm. up every day drooling to fucking wow. go after it, man. So that's my, um, I don't lack motivation, my friend. I love the journey. I love the process. And I love who I have to be uh, to obtain it. So I don't know. I'm lucky. Do you think that, you know, you, you've been champion. You've, you've been raking in the championships. Or, or is that separate you from the others? Your determinations on another level? I mean, listen, we, we, we all have our self-belief that we're unique and special. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how much density that has in reality that's up for everybody else's debate, right? But I think I'm good. I think I'm the best. I think my work ethic shows it. And, and, and you can fake one or two defenses, but seven of them you can, different weight classes and, and young and up-and-comers, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got some guys like, you know, some guys that went three rounds with and knocked on the first round. Other guys like went three rounds with them. Like they fight me and knock them out in the first round. I'm on a different level, and my mindset, my work ethic shows it. Fuck your rights. I love it. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm watching, uh, when I'm watching a fight and I see the fighters kind of go down the ramp before they're going to enter the ring and go to war, what is going through your mind at that time? Are you calm? Are you nervous? Or, or, yeah, I, I don't know what it is as, as a kid. Um, I just got this unique, not even unique, something unique. I, it's just how I react. The more stressful the situation is, the calmer I get. And walk into the ring, I'm, I'm, I'm calm. I'm cold and I'm calculated, right? Um, I tell everybody um, when I fight, all it is is about patterns and mathematical probability. That's all fight game is. I got to figure out your patterns and what's most likely you do what you do. So it just comes down to patterns and mathematical probability. So when I walk in there, I'm just calculating. There is no no time for emotions, right? I do what I'm trained to do, and and I I, I try to make as many logical and le- le- less emotional choices. Fuck emotions. Give me logic. Give me intelligence, mm-hmm. and that's what I do. As a result, I adapt to everybody that's in front of me, and and emotional fighters. I feel they're gatekeepers. They their success relies on matchups. Champions have the intelligent ability to adapt to anything in front of them, which means intelligence beats emotions. Very good. You can tell you're a wise coach also. <laughs> Hopefully, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird one. As a coach, you're not even a coach. All you all you do is you manage personalities. It's all you mm-hmm. do as a coach. You just manage personalities. As a gym owner, you just juggle and manage personalities, right? And yeah. the and, and the more ones that fit together, the more flourishable environment is. And and you just gotta get rid of the ones that don't fit. And that's it. It's environment. What would you prefer when you're in the ring with someone? What's your style? Do you like, I know you're technical, well-rounded, but do you like to prefer to bang with someone standing or do you like to grapple? Uh, I don't like to bang, but I like to stand up and strike and stuff like that. Um, I, I always say never be called a tough guy. It's the biggest insult a fighter can ever get. I'm a of all the skills you can acquire called tough. Those are guys that bang. I'm not tough. I'm intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't bang. I strike. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. My mind, my mind works like a striker. But I'm a gra- I'm I'm a martial artist, man. I have a lot of grappling. Last three, four, five years, I can't get enough for grappling. I I I I I love it. But how my mind operates and how I calculate and how I set things up and how do I see and what do I view? I'm a striker. 
Amazing. Did you, I know this this next question is uh, there's a lot of factors involved and there's timing. Was yeah. e- was UFC ever in the plans at any point? Was there a window there? Of course. You don't yeah. know, the, the, there was. I, I got the phone call um, when when last time the UFC was here. It was yeah. between me and Tristan Conley mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for Michelle Pierre or whatever. I found Michelle, forget his last name. The guy that jumps around all over the ring. That's the, that's the guy. It was between me and, um, sorry, uh, between me and um, Tristan Conley and and they were debating, they were debating and stuff for like that. And um, yeah, and he ended up getting the fight. Yeah. Um, and I ended up cornering him in that fight. And everybody's like, oh, that's awesome. You get the corner. I was laughing. I'm like, it's like being invited to the best party, but you're a des- designated driver. You get the, all the whistles and blows without the actual enjoyment, right? So it's so always like, but yeah, yeah. So I did, I did get a thousand radar and stuff. And then pandemic happened. And now yeah, here I am waiting. So are you? Uh, I know there was a fight lined up in a couple of weeks at the in in the states. Is that still happening, or is that no, lined up? No, 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 it's not that. Um, so I'm 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 still I'm a little bit injured. Okay. Um, I actually pulled out uh, yesterday about the fight. Um, I I I I don't know what the fuck. I I, I got Charlie Horst in my in my thigh. That is gonna be okay. And like, and you just my 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 legs like this big. It's get it's it's like it's fucked. I, yeah. I, I, it was rolling and then my leg was relaxed and this guy was passing and the guy went with the knee in and I kind of moved and just. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So what, uh, do you have plans to um, defend the belt somewhere here? What's the, what's oh, the plan? Like, like, well, well, I was supposed to be fighting March 30th yeah. for BFL and they had a harder time finding me an opponent and stuff. Um, and then now we're going to see how the next, next uh, b- b- battlefield, there's the main event um, that Jared is fighting. Um, I forget his name, but um, doesn't matter. He's fighting next UFC guy. That's good. Uh, Saeed is fighting somebody else. So there's like the, yeah. the, the, there's a bunch of um good matchups for me and stuff like that. And like I say, man, I'm I just want to fight. Um, I just want to compete and and a lot and and I I want to have about you know five to ten more pro fights if I could. I really want to be the veteran of the game right now and got wow. twenty five pro fights. I like to get about thirty to thirty five. Was my is kind of my 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 childhood dream number. Yeah, yeah, you're up. You're you're not done yet for a while. Oh fuck that shit, man! Not done yet. <laughs> Is there anything else that you you can compete in, like jujitsu or uh, there's other things you can do, right? Not just. I in do. The I, 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 no, I do. I've, I've I've competed. Um, like I got my black belt about six seven months ago. So before that, I I didn't compete as a brown belt as much because of pandemic, obviously. Yeah. But then I, I got a couple of jitsu tournaments in there as well. Um, I did very well grappling wise, very well. Um. And and now they got my black belt. I didn't get a chance to compete. I was gonna compete in March, but I might be fighting. They had like a jitsu tournament, like like early March, but I might be fighting March thirtieth. So I was like too close to it. So yeah. it's kind of hard to to manage because you're always kind of risk reward, right? I don't want to get injured in a jitsu tournament, pull out of a fight. But competition is down, especially once I retire, man. I'm gonna go psychopath and grappling world. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So, uh. You're a well-respected coach also, Dan. Uh, your gym, Universal MMA. Please tell us about your gym. And uh, do you do you love to uh, train the next generation of fighters? Um, I've yeah, I mean, I I own a gym, lucky, you know what I mean? And 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 that was my that was my dream as a kid, right? It it really was, man, to to do this for the rest of my life, to wake up and go train for a living and stuff. And and I do, I I I definitely do wanna. Want to train the next batch of fighters, but I also 
that's not my priority, man. I love martial arts, and 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 we all should interact with martial arts at 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 some depth. Yeah. How much that is, we can argue depending on your own needs as a human being, right? So as a result, I love spreading martial arts, I love teaching martial arts, I love working with, with beginners and top athletes, man. There's beauty, there's beauty in in, in all levels there, right? Yeah. There's the you know what I mean. Like I, I just promoted somebody to a blue belt yesterday, and just the joy and the hap. It's 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 special, man. So I love what I do. Now, whether I produce champions, I hope I do. If not, my heart won't be broken. Yeah. Well, you know what? For me, and you have a lot of fans, we want to see you back in the ring. ASAP, man. Hey, the hunger is there. The hunger yeah. is there, brother. So finish off the pod, Dan. We're going to do some goat rapid fire. Okay, so give me your choice. You can expand if you want, or you could say next question. Okay. okay. Expand or next question? Whatever you want. Okay. Go for it. Are you ready? No, I'm not. Nobody's okay. ready for this. Okay, let's <laughs> let's let us let us goat, Dan. Okay. Alex Ovechkin or Sidney Crosby? Alex Ovechkin. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Oh, Michael Jordan. Okay, Le LeBron James or Kobe? Kobe. Shaquille O'Neal or Nikola Jokic? Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. That's a veteran. That's a tango against Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal for sure. Yeah. Steph Curry or Doncic? Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. What's Messi or Ronaldo? Here's my answer. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Gives a fuck. Yeah. They're both great. It's like splitting hairs. Ferrari or Lamborghini. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. We're big wrestling fans here. Okay, Dan. I'm oh. talking professional wrestling. Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair? Hulk Hogan, because that's the guy that I know. Yeah. George St. Pierre or Khabib? George St. Pierre. Really? How would he win that? Just make him better game plan. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. I mean, but I, 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 just, I just can't go against the guy. I think George St. Pierre is the greatest one of all. Top three. Absolutely. John Jones Bones or Fedor Emelianenko. John John Bones. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you need him. Really? Okay. Pride at, at its prime. At its prime. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sir. I'm just thinking around Fedor, but I'm like, wait, at his prime. I still go John Jones. Yeah. I would, but he wouldn't eat him at his prime. Fedor was legit as a, yeah. But yeah. yeah. More exciting, Pride FC or UFC? UFC. Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Shit. Yeah. Okay. Food categories. Pizza or sushi? Pizza. Sarma or some chevaps? Oh, not both. You don't choose that. You don't choose that. <laughs> you don't choose that. That's that's terrible. That's how war starts back home. Next question. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Toughest fighter you faced? Oh, toughest fighter. Fuck, I can't remember now. Ash. Ash, I remember you and him. You used to have some fucking wars. Yeah, fuck him. I mean, yeah. in a good way. I love the guy. So I'm good friends with him. So I say fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I love the competitive edge. Okay, what is the most successful MMA style? 
all round, well rounded. (laughs) Well, you got these Dagestani guys. Why are they, why are they, why are they, they're dominating. Why are they dominating? They train harder. They train longer. They train better. They put the more hours in. Yeah. Listen, the the fight game at Tianwei becomes about intelligent numbers. Absolutely. On fight day, do you like to be left alone to prepare or are you do you stay loose with the boys? Doesn't matter, both. Every every training camp you're a different person to a certain degree, so you have different needs. Yes or no? Do you ever shine up your championship belts? No. <laughs> Never with some Windex or something? No, no. After I put them down, I actually, yeah, no. No, not to uh, mention it. I should, I'm not, I'm not a kid. I should actually look at them. They're actually done, but yeah, no. What's your pre-fight meal? I don't have one. I eat, I have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you have 15 wins, nine KO, TKOs, and three submissions. What is your favorite striker submission? Body shot. Body shot. Oh, you have some good highlights. Yeah, body shot, body shot, body shot. Takes cleverness, intelligence, and balls to get close and and hit that. So I like it. It's the scariest one to throw for me, so I like it the most. Awesome. Okay, last question, Dan. If you could fight anyone, a dream fight, who would it be? Oh, uh, I'd like some banger. Oh, like Cowboy (laughs) Cerrone. Uh, That'll be a crazy one. Um, Mike Platinum Pereira, that'll be a like you know, yeah. like somebody I can like I can reach realistically speaking, like like some of those guys, some of those like veterans that give you like a stamp of approval, legitimacy. You know yeah. what I mean? You may yeah. shine in the local scene and you might wipe everybody out, man. But once you go to one of those legends, then you get that stamp of approval, and that's that's kind of what I'm searching for right now. One couple stamps of approval. Awesome, brother. Through my eyes. Yeah, fucking rights. Okay, brother. Toast to the goat time, okay? And for this one, some Schlievo homemade moonshine for you. So oh, hold da- on one second. One second. One okay. second, Jim. All right, brother. That's all right. Hold on. I didn't know we we're gonna do this, so I'm like, now I you know. It's a ritual here. Well, I like the ritual, right? <laughs> it's a ritual. Oh yeah. So there you go. So since it's a ritual, you got to do the ritual. I like it. Oh, awesome. This is a first for me. The the, the goat is taking one with me. I love oh, it. Oh. So it's Dan, a third one for me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So Dan, you're not only an amazing, intelligent fighter and champion, you are a very, very, have a very it's a, extremely amazing story with thank you brother with um true humble beginnings cheers to that hey Ghibli, to brother. intelligently stupid in life there you go <laughs> Ghibli. that's actually the bad part is that's actually too good too smooth for this early i like it oh that's awesome clean the well, you got you got training today yes sir awesome brother thank you so much for doing this um let's do let's do some coffee sometime and anytime maybe love it love it maybe the next time you do this pod with me it could be in the goat garage here there we go and i'll actually fucking dress appropriately all right so (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome brother ladies and gentlemen dan keich thank you so much for joining me uh 
We will see you next time. This is the greatest of all time podcast show. Be back with some more goat history. We'll see you next time. Ripping my shirt, thinking I'm ho. Hollywood Hogan and W O. Give him the boot, top of the ropes. Put him to sleep, give him the choke. Go radio, best of all time, didn't know. Talking the game, chat with the pros. Switching the lanes, clearing my throat. Turning it up, start a debate. It's time to go, wrestle with grace. Fall in the snow, tie up the skates. Never too late, it's gonna blow. In the garage, counting some dough. With the big man and he hosting the show. We going global so fast, never slow. Who is the goat of our ghosts? Wow. Radio. Let's move on to our national ratio. Time to tune on, welcome to the show.